0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. I am very, very excited about today's episode because we have a very special guest. Say hi, Kayon. Hi. (laughs) And she's actually here with me, not over uh, Anchor or over the internet. She's here in the flesh. I'm very excited. So today we're going to kind of jump into a few different topics that I've really been wanting to bring up on the podcast. I had been thinking for quite a while about doing an episode on really the topic of white privilege and manifestation. And this was something that I allowed myself just some time to kind of think over and decide you know, what my... Thoughts were on it, and I certainly have some, and I think it's something that is really important to talk about, and um, Kayon is a longtime friend of mine now, and we, a couple of weeks ago, started talking about this, and just manifestation from a place of race, and more specifically, what it's like to be a white person manifesting versus what it's like to be a black person manifesting and specifically from a place of being business owners and I just loved everything that Kayon had to say about this and uh, I said would you be willing to come on the podcast and talk about this and you said
1: yes and here she is. I would love to.
0: (laughs) So we're gonna dive right into that. You're listening to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Saunders. I'm a mindset and marketing coach for modern entrepreneurs and business owners who know deep down that there's a better, smarter, and easier way to manifest the success they desire. On this podcast, we explore a very different approach to growing your business and income quickly, and it has nothing to do with hustling hard or discovering the perfect marketing strategy. By understanding the power of my thoughts and training myself to think in energetic alignment with the reality I desired, I went from nine to five teacher to six figure online business owner in less than two years. And if there's one thing I know to be true, it's that we're each vastly capable of creating hugely successful businesses that light us up and set us free. I'm here to share with you the knowledge and strategies needed to manifest the success you want. I truly believe you can become, create, and achieve anything you desire, and it's just a matter of changing your thoughts in order to change your life. So let's get started. All right, so um, just a little bit of a backstory. Kayon and I met through the wonderful world of lashes. Uh, how long ago was that, like five years ago? I think so. Yeah, you came in to get your lashes done uh, five years ago. <laughs> she, and I've never left since. And I, I know, she's, I've never let her leave since. <laughs> um, but I think that we have like had a lot of um, just parallels in our journey. You're really getting into the online stuff. Um, we've actually been working together. And you are someone who have has spoken to me about manifestation and our capacity to create lives that we love through you know basically thinking our way into them mm-hmm. long before i was privy to it at all mm-hmm. and in fact when i sort of had my like awakening so to speak there were so many things that you had said that like flashed through my mind and i was like oh all that time like Kaon was sort of you know how you kind of like um give people little snippets hoping that they might wake up mm-hmm. <laughs> I do that a lot. (laughs) I know you were like doing that for me all the time, but I just, it wasn't something I was really aware of. So anyways, um, you are a business owner and I would love to hear from you who you are and what it is that you do as an entrepreneur.
1: Okay. So um, I am a eyebrow and eyelash artist. I specifically am obsessed with eyebrows and I kind (laughs) of do lash. Well, I do brows for fun um, as well, but lashes is kind of like the icing But my desire and like my heart's joy is doing eyebrows. So I run um, a brow and lash. Business and I've been doing that for the past, I think, maybe six years. I'm not sure. I'm not good with years. Um, <laughs> Time's an illusion. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. And I've uh, transitioned quite a few years ago, even actually before I s- started this business. I used to educate for other companies, and I have since obviously transitioned to educating for myself. So I've created numerous courses, um, and now I'm transitioning um, to online and online format for my trainings Mm -hmm. and also more um less i guess strategic technical things on how to build business and educating more so on how you're you can kind of create the success that you want from from within Mm -hmm. um so that's like the next level of my business and i'm very excited about
0: it and you're killing it and uh i was so excited when you jumped into my launch magic mastermind Mm because i mean what struck me about you from the very beginning was just the way that you speak about basically the bigness of what you want to create, right? Like you just speak about these things like they're already done long before, you know, like that. Well, they are exactly. They are done. Um, and that was I really when we met, I was still very much in a place of limitation of what was possible mm-hmm. for me. Um, but you've always just been someone who like you you are very much a conscious creator of your life, Right. Um, and uh, the reason I wanted... I mean, so tell us a little bit. You're from Jamaica. I am. Yeah. And uh, you have a very... Like me talking about, you know, privilege and manifestation. I, I certainly do have um, thoughts on it. It was not something that had ever occurred to me, um, which is totally part of the whole privilege conversation. Like these were not things I even had to think about mm-hmm. until a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And that's part of why it is really important to talk about it. But you bring... I don't know, just this wonderful perspective where you really see it from both sides, mm-hmm. right? You know that you are the conscious creator of your reality. You, be- you full on believe in manifestation and you've done the work yourself, but you also understand why it is so important for people to have conversations about race and the role that it plays in not just manifestation, but in all aspects and the ways in which, you know, black people and people of color have been often suppressed, very often suppressed. Absolutely. So I would love to know, well, okay, so I was, uh, I'll just sort of like, I was going to do a a podcast episode about this on my own. And I was kind of waiting because I'd had a number of people reach out to me and kind of ask, you know, what is your perspective on privilege and manifestation as someone who teaches this? And it really was very confronting to me because I never really had to think about it. And I, so I started thinking about doing an episode, but I wanted to like really wait to figure out what is my stance because I, I know it to be true that we create our realities, right? And I will never be someone that tells anybody that because of where they've come from or the color of their skin, that they can't have everything that they want right? That's always going to be my truth. That being said, I fully understand that I have been born into certain privileges that have made it a lot easier for me to believe because manifestation and the life that you live is all about your beliefs, right? Yeah. But I was born into... All kinds of privilege. It doesn't mean that I didn't have to work hard. It means that I didn't have prejudices against me that made it harder, mm-hmm, a lot harder, mm-hmm. right? Um, and unjust prejudice, pre- pre- oh my gosh, prejudices <laughs> against me. So you know, uh, just an example. Like I, I, everywhere I look, I see people who look like me being listened to and and growing large followings. I was educated. Um, I just I didn't have a lot of I didn't have a lot of people telling me what my life should or was going to look like, right? There was much different expectations. I mean, there were, no matter what, we all have limiting other people's societies, limiting beliefs thrown at us. But it was a lot easier for me to let go of someone telling me you should have a nine to five career as a teacher than you know someone telling me, well, because of the color of your skin, this probably isn't going to happen for you. So I would love to know from you you know, what your stance is on that and because you just, you understand it. You know that you create your own reality, but you've also had to really work through a lot of those uh, injustices. Yes, I
1: have. Um, And I think the most important thing that I always came back to is understanding and actually it's something that I'm continuing to search on and to, to discover is understanding like where I come from. So a lot of what happens to us as black people in the world is we've, a lot of our history and our origin has been hidden from us because Mm -hmm. I firmly believe that if we were to gain that knowledge and understand like our birthright, we would understand how much, let's say, how much privilege we actually have over every other race just by that. How much of an advantage. Yes, an advantage that we have. So.
0: The reason why all of that is kept from us is so that we don't tap into it. Could you talk a little bit about what that advantage or pieces of that advantage looks like?
1: Yeah, sure. So, okay, so I I was explaining this to you um, earlier. It's like we were like the first, scientifically, everybody knows, no matter who wants to deny it, we were the first race on the earth. Yeah. So that on it in its own by itself just gives us an advantage we have access to everything Mm -hmm. in terms of creation whatever like we have that access before any other race um so the mere fact that a lot of our history is hidden from us we're not able to understand where we come from and um like how we were here first and all the things that we we contributed to like the things that we take we utilize every day as as a society right where do you don't we don't understand how we contributed how we created those things right so it's it's no wonder that we don't believe that we can create anything else right we think that all of these things were made for us when in actuality we created them for others right so if we were able to tap into that and understand where we come from we would understand that you know what um, I can have that other thing Like that's that's easy Like me creating the, the business of my dreams Or the man of my dreams Or me making like an extra $5,000 next month That is like easy Like that's so simple for me to do If we could understand where we come from It would be easiest, easier for yeah. us to understand How much we can
0: create with just, just because we are, just with our being. With who you, well, that was exactly what I was going to say, is I, I speak quite a lot, and I've, especially lately, have been thinking about identity and, like, what I'm calling your beingness, like, yeah. who it is that we are being and who it is that we already are for ourselves. So what I'm hearing from you is black people, a lot of that like very powerful beingness and identity that should just be theirs because of where they've come from and because of, you know, your history and what you have created, that is taken away. Yeah. Intentionally. Yeah. It has been intentionally taken away and over hidden. Uh, mm-hmm. and hidden over generations because that if all that was wrapped into your identity, which it should be, the creators that you would be, I mean the creators that you were <laughs> before, mm-hmm. you know, that was intentionally so I mean maybe you could talk a little bit about Kind of like why that is and, and why is it that you feel black people in particular have been suppressed, other than like we obviously it's because you're powerful AF and you would be if you really, really knew who you were. Yep. Um but yeah, could you talk a little bit about um, that? It's not that I feel that we've been suppressed, it's okay. actual fact. Sorry, yeah you did yes. yeah, and if you did
1: if anybody did the research, they could see. Like I mean, if you go back and you and you look at um certain like if you let's say you go to Africa or you go to Egypt like let's even talk about Egypt for a minute like the 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 mere fact that as far as we're concerned Egypt is um filled of arabs that's mm-hmm. a lie mm-hmm. like if you go back and you do your research you can see the first paintings and in the caves and in the pyramids. If you look at the paintings, they're all black people. So it's not that it's it's a, it's my feeling. It's a fact that yeah. these things are being hidden from us, and they've they've altered the way things look to make to, so that we don't understand that we are the original people and we did all of these things. Um, Sorry, I forgot your question. No, that's okay.
0: Um, well, first of all, I want to just say thank you for correcting me on that. And before the episode, I was like, okay, if I say something that comes across as, like, offensive or stupid, just stop me and, and we'll fix it. And she was like, well, I'll stop you, but we're not going to fix it. Like, yeah. it's important for people to hear that, right? And this, I mean, is part of why I think people hold back from talking about yeah. it. Because we do say, I, of course, it is fact. You <laughs> have been suppressed yeah. in the Craziest of ways, um, the most unfathomable of ways. But uh, anyway, so thanks for yes. Yeah, so it's not something that you feel. You're absolutely right. It's absolutely something that, that it's has a fact. Happened. And yes. the reason why it's been done is
1: so that we cannot, I guess, um, step into our birthright mm-hmm. because there are other races or the powers that be that would rather that birthright be theirs for whatever right. reason. They want control, and they know that if we knew who we were and just. Like I said before, just our DNA gives us the whatever we need to be on top of them. It gives us the edge against those races or against the powers that be, whatever. Like, if we united as black people, we would win, plain and simple. Yeah. And I'm not even talking about, like, what... Yeah, let's just say we would win. So they do things, like, for example, they keep us um, suppressed mentally and what's most detrimental about that is that suppression becomes a part of our DNA. Yeah. So generationally, like your kids inherit that, and th- that's why it's so hard to to break apart and yeah. deconstruct. Yeah. And that's why people are me- like me exist. Like yeah. when people are giving me the side eye, when I say certain things, or people within my own community, and they're like, "Can hey, what are you talking about?" People within my own family, I say certain things or I use certain certain phrases, and they look at me like I'm nuts. That's not how you were raised. We don't talk like that. Um i don't stop and right. like like you said i used to say these things to you and and i didn't push them on you i just would put it out there and yeah. then down the line it might take a few years but you'd be like oh that's what i'm doing and that's what i continue to do because i i just not that i know so much more than like all these people but i understand where i'm who i am first of all yeah who I was created to be, who God created me to be. What and you're capable of. Yes, and I'm not going to let anything someone tells me take me away from that. Like, absolutely not. But as black people, like, on a large scale, we, we may not have that, especially when it comes to organizing things, we don't have that same mentality. We've been taught that we are more for ourselves and... And we're not we're not into community and and it's not and I say we've been taught that because that's not how we are as black people that's not how we originated when when they needed us to come together in the early 70s, and the 60s, for whatever purpose, we did that. And then once they saw that we were making a way and we're making mm-hmm. progress, yeah. they went back to the drawing board, let's say, and said, how are we gonna deconstruct this? How are we gonna get them to believe that they're not good in organizing themselves? How are we gonna get them to believe that they need to, f- to be only concerned about themselves as individuals and the- their families and not the collective community of black people? They went back and they did that. On purpose and then they came back to us and told us that we can't organize and we better just like focus on our families and keeping ourselves above water and to this day I have people tell me "Oh, black people aren't good with working with each other we can't come. we can't ever and that's not true like that's not true that's what they've been told us that's what we've been told they're telling us this and we keep perpetuating it when we could actually just say you know what no thank you I'd rather this
0: and then go do that thing do you think that it becomes this uh intentional but subconscious belief of like or narrative of less than oh absolutely less than white people absolutely every single thing that you see
1: before you tells you that let's say your hair the way it grows out of your scalp is weird Mm -hmm. like that's not not beautiful Yep. yep that's not except for when other cultures take those same things right. and use them like a white person will get like her hair braided and now it's funky or it's cool meanwhile I that's how I used to get my hair braided since I was born but when I right. did it it was it's weird you but get now that you're yeah now that you're doing it it's like cool right and the way my hair grows out of my out of my scalp is disrespectful or it's unkempt or like it ne- looks like yeah. it needs to be done or it looks unsanitary like what is that and we actually start to believe that as black people because it's just so outside of the norm and we feel like you know what if if I don't have this wig on or this weave in it they're gonna think that I'm weird and then it and then it turns into this other thing where some in some communities it's like it almost becomes a fetish like a lot some white people are drawn to people who are really ethnic mm-hmm. and they're really afrocentric and then that in like I believe anyways that turns into some, another perversion because that, now we're like oh these people, uh, they really accept me and they really love my my, right. my the way I dress and my hair and my afro and they're just so accepting of it as if we need them to be accepting of it. Right. Like You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it turns into this whole other thing um, and I think what that really just comes back to is us understanding how we are and if I choose to wear my natural hair or if I choose to straighten it I have that right but it's not because anybody expects it of me or I'm trying to prove you know another thing like there are there are people there are black men and women who are really like um, Afrocentric and they're that way. Like they're explicitly like, I need my hair to be natural. I need my children's hair to be natural. I don't, I will never date a woman who isn't natural and she has to wear like, she has to look a certain way. Um, and I believe that is not healthy either. Mm-hmm. Like I think you're just go- you're just being so um, anti something or so pro something that it almost makes you anti something at the same like the same right, thing like you're right. you're trying so hard to prove that this is okay right that your effort makes it seem like <laughs> it must not be okay why are you putting
0: so right. you know what I mean right look at how progressive I am yeah
1: yeah that's not cool
0: yeah so I mean that's just like a perfect example of and like we could talk all day I'm sure you could talk oh all day gosh. about the number of ways in which you have been made To believe that you're less than and especially as a business owner and I think that that's a hundred percent a huge part of our culture where it's like depending on how you look you can have and and where you come from you can have certain things Mm -hmm. or you can't have certain things and so this is where I mean because there I have seen people online kind of fighting the whole like white privilege and manifestation thing but it absolutely exists in that in that you know and, and, and like it's not I think like where I initially had it come at me from or, or how I first interpreted it was almost this like like defensive energy. Like I want, that was right where I went. with like, well, no, but I've worked hard and blah, 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 blah. It took me kind of coming, like stepping back from that and saying, I haven't had to work through these beliefs that have been forced on so many other people that have said, because of the way that you look, you can expect a different type mm-hmm. of life, yeah, right? absolutely. And so that's, I think like, So I want to actually ask you about, um, because we were sort of having a discussion before we started here, I want to ask you, what are your thoughts on manifestation? You talked a little bit about, like, kind of letting go of the stigma of it, because you 100%, you know, practice it Mm -hmm. and and benefit, not Mm -hmm. benefit, but you know what I mean, like you have created a lot of incredible things in your Mm -hmm. life. Um, What is your thoughts? What are your thoughts on manifestation as a black woman and as a black woman business owner?
1: Yeah. So I have, I've worked on, and even to this day, I still get like flashes of like, whoa, wow, can
0: I really? Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean?
1: That might be, I don't know if that's so much because I'm black, but it might be just human nature. because I'm. I'm really.
0: sure that it's, I'm sure there's more yeah. of it. There's more layers to oh, it. Oh, for sure. So
1: yeah.
0: I, and, and even now with this, with the
1: climate, I find myself thinking that more. Cause I've always been, wherever I've gone, I've always been like the black person there like in the room right. and I never saw that before but I find myself now becoming aware of like oh I wonder if these people notice I'm black you know what I mean they obviously do but I'm like hey, will that make a difference in how I'm treated right now and I think that mentality even especially for me because I just don't think that way it's not it's sort of creating more of the same type of thing so I think in terms of manifestation as a black person first and foremost What we need to understand is who we are. Mm -hmm. Because if we understood that, we would realize that I have access. Right. I'm powerful as fuck. (laughs) I am. And I have access to whatever it is that I want. Now, that being said, I do understand and I'm not trying to negate the fact that there is like generations of like, um, what's the word? Conditioning. That mm-hmm. we have to overcome. It's yeah. not as simple as listening to me tell you this and then you're going to believe it. Yes, it does do take some time. Yeah. And it takes like you're exercising that muscle, right? It does yes. take some time. So I do understand that there is stuff to overcome there. Um, and it's not even just like within one person, it's within like, let's say, a family. Like, I am the way that I am. There are members of my family who are not, right? And I'm not going to let them influence me, but it does take a certain type of person to not let that rub off on you, right? So it, it takes I guess the short answer is it takes time. It takes yeah. it's very possible and we we are like it's our inherent, it's our birthright. Yeah. Like we have access to it. So if you understand where you come from and that you have that, that's the first step. When you say um, it, you just mean anything. Yes. Huge success. Yes. The, the, the ability, the power to manis- manifest, the power to create whatever you want, to just think of it and have it be. Like it sounds... Um, It just sounds like kind of out there, but it's real. That's a part of what keeps us away from it because we're taught like I'm I grew up a Christian, I'm taught this way, and me manifesting things and creating things is not separate from God and what I believe in, and who I'm connected to, and who my source is. It's not separate, but. More, Most of the time within the black community and with our, within our families, we're taught that if you do that, you can't do this. That's apart from God and that's separate. Mm-hmm. And that keeps us away from it. Meanwhile, it's absolutely not. If you even remotely are familiar with the bible and scripture you'll know everything i'm talking about is in there that's where it comes from right that's what i believe so the fact that it's it's stigmatized within my community within the black community and then it it keeps other people away from it so a right. part of why i want to talk about it mm-hmm. is so i've been practicing it and i see it in my life every day and i've seen in everything that i've created things that have no, like there's no there's certain things that happen that it's like how the hell did this happen like where did that come from like that's not supposed to be me like you know what i mean i never let it stop me and now that i've done that i'm here to talk about it and let people know you can do that too and being black has nothing to do with it it's not going to stop it if anything it should help you do it quicker right and and better right yeah um so I'm not saying that there aren't things there to break down as a Black person trying to create things and to tap into that ability to manifest things and create them. What I'm saying is that don't let that stop you. Keep working on that Mm -hmm. muscle and remembering as soon as you get that thought that, oh no, that's weird. Just say no it's not that's a lie because it's a lie right. and then go back and do the other thing and stop telling yourself and telling us that and let's just be real stop telling your children because every time every time you say something out of your mouth mouth like um oh black people don't do that that's what you're reinforcing to your future generation so stop right. stop telling your children lies yeah and say what you actually want if you feel like as a community we would benefit from coming together then say that speak that out of your freaking mouth and stop saying oh we can't do anything together or we can't save money or we can't nobody black people won't put their money together to build uh whatever like stop saying that and say the other thing unless that thing is what you actually want like you can't allow them to continue to win and have authority over you like take authority of your own life
0: yeah yeah and i mean what i'm hearing from you which is you have as a black person have access to everything that a white person has but you there is more work for you to get your beliefs on board with Mm -hmm. that right because of the society that we live in and because Mm -hmm. of the narrative around the role that our race plays Mm -hmm. or doesn't play absolutely right um and that's like i think the the um just the white privilege thing that people need to understand as manifestation teachers is that this plays a role not because a certain person isn't capable of what the next person is but because someone who's black has more internal work to do because of the narratives that they have been you know we're, we're all conditioned throughout the society that we live in and and it's not to say you know like i think any woman can relate to being told okay if you're pretty you know, if you're, if you're physically really attractive, people are going to like you more, mm-hmm. right? And think about how much work we have to do to overwrite that mm-hmm. shit and to not let that run our lives, yeah. right? And so take that as an example, because I think most people that are listening to this can resonate with that. And then pile on <laughs> generations and generations and generations of, you know, I mean, I would love to know... From you, what are what are some of like the stories, quote unquote, the stories that are really programmed in you and the Black community from a young age that are that are oh. considered to be truth? Like I'm sure there's, I mean, there are oh, thousands, yeah. but I would love to know like some of them that come okay. up. Okay,
1: like I'm 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 programmed to believe that if I want money, I have to work really really hard uh-huh. for it, and I need like five jobs. Um, I'm also programmed to believe that I'm programmed to believe that you know things don't come to me easily Mm -hmm. like it's not that's not normal like you know it's it's got to be something like sort of outside of yourself if you want that thing that's unheard of um that doesn't come normal i'm programmed to think that like i should just stick to what i know and if something is unknown even though it may be better like no because just in case just stay here like that's how i that's how i've been trained and i've been told a lot of in my life and even um outside of business but let's say like romantic relationships i've always been told well i guess it pertains to business i've been told that you know who you are is a big personality you have big goals like don't share that with whoever you're trying to date right you need to tone that down a little bit because no one really wants a woman who is like that um and that actually, actually, I mean, it didn't really help stop. There were times when I thought, okay, maybe they're on to something. It, I never really took it on, but I could have. Like, Don't, you don't be know. like the loud black girl. Yeah, and exactly. And I've been told, um, I've been conditioned that the way that I am and the way that I speak and the things that I'm into is is like outside of my culture. Right. Um, as a Jamaican, as a black person, it's just weird for me to be this way. Um you know, and I just think that's just so stupid. so. You, like, don't fit into the box. Yeah, you know? and that makes me somehow wrong. Like, you know what I mean? But I just—it's just so silly when I think about it, and as I'm talking about it, and and but what's <laughs> what's worse is that that stuff actually works. Oh yeah. And I personally have to deconstruct that stuff yeah. even now. Yeah. So that I can continue to do what I know to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So imagine if you're not somebody who is as
0: aware yeah as I am and then you're trying
1: to you know navigate through that like it's it's almost going to seem impossible but it's actually not impossible
0: well you said something earlier today which was like you were talking about you know a a common belief I don't remember what it was um, within like the black community Mm -hmm. especially business owners and you said that's not going to be my truth or don't make that your truth
1: yeah so what I was referring to then is is someone say, oh because I I was talking to two of my friends and I said to them, just because the three of us were sitting there and we're all business owner and we're all like very she's had my friend said something like you're so bossy I said something she said you're so bossy and then I just I just looked at us and I thought we are bosses and we have that we have the same type of personality. Um, and I thought to myself, we could do something. I was like, you know what we should do? Put our, We should just create something. I don't know if it's gonna be a business. I don't know what it's gonna be about, but we should do it together. Cause we have individual businesses that are successful. Imagine what we could do together. And she said to me, black people don't work well together. And then I was just like, why? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like you just said that out of your mouth, why? And I'm not talking about black people. I'm talking about the three of us, even though right. we're black people and it like the community as a whole or the whole black race starts with little pockets of people yeah so if this little pocket the three of us say we can do it and we do it and then someone else sees that and does it then all of a sudden everybody who's black works together so and i said to her like you said that
0: which she's like say that anymore. yeah she's heard it somewhere you know like it's it's true it's real for her but i think this is where like your level of awareness has really served you to be like i choose not, not that exactly that's <laughs> it and it, that's all you have to. and it's literally
1: that every single time like when i'm like when i'm putting a course together and i've seen this a lot of times when i'm talking to people about what i charge for a thing they look at me like what right and i don't flinch because i already know like, yeah the value um So I forgot my point, but, um, I, so I'll, I'll be talking to people and telling them something and they're like, Oh, like why? Like, why do it's almost like they're saying, why do you think you deserve to make that much money? And, and believe it or not, a lot of my, there are a lot of people of all races who reach out to me and who I've trained. The majority of them are not black. Even though when I started my academy, I wanted to specifically empower black women to take up this skill that I've that I've honed and I've like made into something great and do what I did. And I wanted to teach them how to do that so they can empower themselves. And I specifically wanted to do it for black women. Unfortunately, I don't know if it's because of my price point. I don't know if what it maybe it's just something in them that feels like they can't do it. I haven't had a lot of success Mm. with educating black women. And I'm hoping that will shift. And I think I have something to do with why it hasn't. Yeah. It hasn't in the past. Um, But unfortunately there's so much to overcome as a black woman in business yeah. that they don't see themselves even though i'm here as the proof they still have as like worthy. it's such a disconnect yeah like worthy the, or like able like really valuable to yeah. charge what other people are charging exactly right. and i for a long time i would like lower the price or i would give discounts to people just because i'm like i just want you to get a little bit of what this is like and if i have to just take a loss At least you'd be able to do it, and I stopped doing that because Mm -hmm. I understand that I'm not doing them any justice. I'm doing them actually a disservice, and I'm contradicting myself by trying. Because you have to, at a certain point, you got to put your mouth, your money where your mouth is, and you have actually have to like invest in yourself. That's the only way you're going to like overcome those types of things and show people like, yeah, I can actually.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I think you also attract people, you know, of all races, because your message is the manifestation message and yeah. the and the self development message. And actually, I was just thinking back to. Um, Like I often attribute Landmark for being like a breaking point for me where I had done about six months of their... And Landmark is a self-development company. They do Mm -hmm. seminars all over the world. I had done about six months worth of their work and something clicked within me. Mm -hmm. Like it... I mean, there was a lot of things I was doing at the time. But anyways, you you (laughs) were the one that had been planting Landmark in my mind for quite a long time. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so like you... I mean, we had never even had this discussion of, like, race and manifestation. We'd only ever talked about manifestation, right? And part of that was just me being privileged and totally ignorant yeah. and just thinking, like, it's the same for everyone, yeah. you know, which is, like, absolutely ridiculous yeah. now that I think about it. And that's why it's it's important for people to get educated on this kind of stuff. Um But what I was going to say there was, I think you probably attract people of all races because your message is one of empowerment. Mm -hmm. And you bring in this, I mean, I think that there definitely is an important space for you to fill with talking to people of color and black women especially, mm-hmm. um, because I didn't even know you had all of this. Like, I didn't know what you had had to overcome. Mm-hmm. for Because uh, you and I think very similarly, yeah. right? We empower ourselves. We work through our limiting beliefs. We believe that we're capable of every, anything and everything. We work on our confidence. But for me to have created that level of mindset in business was a lot easier than it was for you. Yeah, it was. And it's like like you
1: and I with the same beliefs trying to create the same thing you could do it much quicker than I can mm-hmm. if I don't understand that I'm actually equal to you. And yes. depending on my mood, I may think that I'm actually superior to you. Like you know what I right. mean? So if I I'm not saying that I think that, but that's okay. If I if I to like a black person and a white person trying to create the same thing society will tell us that the white person will get there quicker yes and if I believe that as the black person in this scenario then that's absolutely true however if I negate that and say no that's a lie then that's not going to actually stop me and so what I'm saying there is that yes it is possible for us to not have access to the same thing as white people do and that's kind of our reality now in most cases it's also very possible for you to understand that you actually do have access to that and just that belief will
0: actually have you give you access to that same thing. So it's what you're saying is it's internal, not external. Absolutely. It's it's the internal that creates the external, yeah. right? And the and it's very real. The internal is very real for people because it has been programmed in externally, right? You you witness things, you're told things, it creates those internal beliefs and blocks that there's a whole world of evidence for. But by doing the work internally and choosing what your truths are, you gain access to creating whatever it is that yeah. you want. Mm-hmm. But, but that is like... Because, like, I mean, you understand that everything is just your own beliefs. Mm-hmm. Most people don't. Most people see it as, like, well, this is just That's the truth. The, yeah. Right? And, and our stories that we have or the things that we believe to be true are very much true for us. And there is a huge amount. I mean, these are not – I'm not saying, like, racism doesn't exist or yeah. that racial bias doesn't exist. Of course, it, it absolutely does. Um, it's that whats what you're saying is what is holding people back – um, is an internal conversation that they can shift that is not an easy thing to shift, mm-hmm. but they can. Yeah, it's definitely not easy, yes. but completely possible Right to shift. And it does take
1: work and you have to be dedicated to it. And I think what makes that easier to tap into is understanding who you are. I mean, I can't tell you, I can give you all of the books, I can make you watch all of these videos, but I, if you don't accept that as your identity, Mm -hmm. There's no I can't I can't have you like I can give it to you, but I can't have you accept it. And if it doesn't work, if you don't accept it, if you don't tap into, oh, my gosh, this is me like I have all of this inside of me. This is my birthright. You're never going to be able to do anything with it. Like you can listen to me as much as you want and believe what I'm saying is true about me. But if you don't believe that about you, then it's not going to go anywhere and it's not going to you're not going to be able to do anything with it. So it, it takes it's a couple of steps. But completely possible. And I think as as black people or let's say as me as a black woman in business, if I don't talk about this, no matter how many people are going to look at me like, what the hell are you talking about? Like when I was in Landmark, mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up. I completely forgot about Landmark. <laughs> how could I? When I was doing that people oh my god black women in was, self-development
0: seminars they <laughs> thought i
1: was nuts and they would ask me like what are you do? probably if i talked about it today seeing how it's like helped me in so many areas of my life people would still be like what are you talking about it's just so foreign from what we do yeah they were like are you nuts like is that a cult like what are you doing like at my church they were like what they thought i would never come out and i would be there forever and like i don't even know what they thought but it's like you just have to be that person who is willing to be looked at a certain... Like, I'm sure my opinion... Like, I have very strong opinions. Mm-hmm. And, like, really strong ones. And they're, like, not... Like, they're not mainstream at all. So, I'm sure people might even listen to this podcast and be like, Oh, like, I don't agree with her. And maybe look at me differently. And honestly, I could care less. Yeah, Like, I don't care. Because there are people who need what i'm saying and yeah. i can't just sit here benefiting from this and just being like well i'm i'm okay like if <laughs> right. if i'm not if my entire race or like not even say my race let's say let's just say my household like my my mom my siblings if we're not all okay then none of us are okay. So I mm. can't say leave my mom's house and I'm flourishing over here, but over there they're living miserably. I'm not okay if they're not okay. So I look right. at my whole race like that. So if I'm doing great and these this this bunch of people is not doing great, then we're all sucking and we're all dying. <laughs> like yeah. I can't just leave them and I don't ca- because of that, I don't care how people look at me. Uh-huh. So when they say that I'm weird or like I'm I'm going off into some deep place, like I don't care because you know what? I I live proof that what I'm saying and what I've I've been doing is working and it's yeah. changing my life and that of the people around me, and yes. my family and like the people that I educate and the women that I'm coaching and they tell me and I see it, like it's making a difference. So there's nothing anybody could tell me and I don't really care if you think <laughs> that like you know what I mean? Yeah. And it takes a certain person to be able to say that. Yes. And actually like anybody can do that. It takes some work. I didn't just get here overnight like i had to go through a lot of stuff and a lot of self-development and Uh finding who i am and being able to look at myself and you know be reflective and all of those things and become self-aware it's a hard journey to becoming self-aware like oh my god God. it's (laughs) not fun but it's so worth
0: it so um yeah i I could just keep going but i um has there ever been a part of you because? what we're talking about is how you know it has been easier or it typically is easier for white people you know generally speaking we're not saying there aren't white people that have had to overcome huge trauma and things like that um generally speaking it's easier because i mean i can think off the top of my head of so many like five six millionaire women in my industry they're all white and you know look pretty much like me right it was easy for me to find that evidence right um And i'm sure that i could find a hundred more if i looked not that hard uh but has there ever been a part of you because you really don't take this don't take any kind of mindset of like this is unfair yeah right which and so i want to know because i know i'm sure that there are people and i totally get it too where it's like so we can all manifest but what you're saying is it's going to be harder for me because of the color of my skin Mm -hmm. like that sucks So I would, because you've never taken that, that mindset. No. And what would you say to someone that maybe does feel that way? I'd say that your perception
1: creates your reality Mm -hmm. first and foremost. And I can also say this, that I'm like you. I've seen all of these white millionaires online doing all these things, these white women. And I never thought, of course you are because you're white. Your hair is blonde. Like I never thought that. But then I thought to myself, I could be that person. And I don't really see black women being this in public, like on, uh-huh. on, a, on a, like a, a large scale like this. But I could do that. And then guess what happened next? It, I found all of these black millionaires right. online, like out <laughs> of the freaking blue. Like, did they right. exist before? Absolutely they did. But I was just tuned out of that. Right. And the moment I realized I could be that and I am a black woman, I found all these other black millionaires online. And it's just that simple. You just have to understand that, you know what? There's nothing that's outside of you. Like if you think yes. that you can do whatever it is, no matter how far-fetched it seems, the mere fact that it's in your brain mean that it's possible. Yeah, like It doesn't just come out of thin air. And if you um, work at it and believe in yourself and take on that identity of the person who does that, it's gonna happen. And it doesn't have anything to do with the color of your skin. And yes, there may be different barriers that you have to break down and things that you have to overcome, but that doesn't mean that you're not deserving of
0: it and that it's not possible. I love that you said that because this is, I mean, I just believe and know that our physical realities are a result of our internal ones, period. And when all of the, you know, when the Black Lives Matter stuff all came up and I think it's so important that like we're sitting here having this conversation like this was something that needed to come to the surface that people needed to be more aware of so that we could eradicate you know so much of the yeah. the dark energies around this and years and generations of suppression and all that kind of stuff um, but my like intuition has just always been we each get to create our realities. Mm-hmm. But I felt very conflicted in being a white person sharing that message because it was so easy. And I did get feedback, which, again, was a reflection of my own internal mm-hmm. reality. I, I had some judgment thrown my way, which it was almost like I was expecting it before it even came, which was, but that's easy for you to say as a white person.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so it, it's just like I... I really want people to understand that, and I was allowing myself to feel disempowered in not wanting to share this. Like, but you still create your reality. You can still have everything that you want, yeah. right? Because of how easy it became for a little while for people to discredit me, yeah. because I had had it easy. And and I like someone had sent me a, a quote that said, "Did you manifest it, or no? What was it? Um, is it manifesting, or is it just your white privilege?" And I really like, I I mean, she wasn't um, sending it to me from this place of like. She was kind of asking my opinion about it. But I just really struggled with it, to be honest. And I really did have to check myself in the defense that I was feeling, the defensiveness. Um, but it just for a little while, I started to feel like, am I not allowed to have an opinion on this, which is that we all get to create our realities. And yes, for a lot of us, that's harder than others. And that yeah, sucks. Absolutely. Um, so I just love that you said that because I just, I want people to believe no matter who you are or where you've come from, you get to create your reality. And yes, it's hard. Like you said, it's, it takes a lot of, especially for people in the black community yeah. that have been programmed with so much bullshit. Yep. I can tell you
1: that I, I remember, I recall when I started my business, cause I started my business in my living room and it was so I didn't get evicted like I needed I had like six more days left (laughs) and that's the reason I started my business and then when I realized I could do this I I was talking to a friend of mine and she's actually quite well off her family's well off and she's black Mm -hmm. they're from the Caribbean and I said to her like she's like oh you're really doing this and I'm like yeah and I'm like I'm gonna be a millionaire from doing brows and the way she looked at me I saw it she looked at me like she's really sweet and she would never say no you can't but the way she looked at me it's like she was like No, you can't. Yeah, and I remember that to this day, and I still never let that dissuade me from knowing what, from doing what I know. Right, Right. I know that I I know that I'm gonna be like a millionaire from doing eyebrows. Right, um, but I just want to say that I understand where you're coming from in terms of let you want so badly to let everyone know that no matter their background or the color of their skin, they can still create Mm -hmm. and manifest. So, like, just I want everybody to listening to understand that I came from. I'm Jamaican, um, I came to Canada when I was seven years old. I I was, um, my mom, I don't come from a traditional background by any means, mm-hmm. like I'm sure one day I'll share, but like my mom worked two jobs. I hardly ever saw her growing up. I was, from what I saw, she was a single mom, from what I saw, right now I would be working a couple jobs, I probably would have a couple kids. Um, and I would be struggling to we never struggled. Um, I always had everything I needed but she worked very very hard. Mm-hmm. If I like grew up how I was conditioned that's where my life would be right now. I thought a strike for no apparent yeah. reason in the world decided I'm an entrepreneur well actually I was born that way I believe I I had all these jobs when I was in um, high school. I went to aesthetic school and then I'm like, I'm going to six months out of aesthetic school. I rented a room behind in the, in a salon and I was working for myself. Like, where did that come from? You know what I mean? I've been taken advantage of from employers as an esthetician. I've been worked like, cause I work hard, right? That's how I was. I, and I love what I do. So I worked hard. I made so much money for people. I've had people try to take my trainings that I've created from scratch. I've had people try to, um, Hold me down, like, literally tell clients, she did this, she's not here, we can't find her. Like, try to deliberately, like, hold me down and sabotage my success. I've had people do that to me. And I am still here. Yeah, Like, so, and and a lot of these things happen because I'm a black woman. Like, let's just be real. Like, I've had white people... Try to take my and this happened not just happened to me as a black person but lots of people for generations take my ideas and the things that I've created and pass it off as theirs and I've had that happen to me a lot and I'm still here like so that just and still empowered. I just want everyone to know that you can absolutely if you choose that nothing is going to stop me including the color of my skin and most importantly if you accept that the color of your skin and what you have inside of you actually as a black person actually gives you an edge there's that. nothing that's going to stop you and i want if anything that i've said during this podcast um stays with you i want it to be that there is absolutely nothing outside of yourself that can stop you if if you believe that your skin is going to set you back it's going to set you back only because you believe it yeah. so just freaking believe something else believe something that serves you it's like for a more practical example it's like as a single woman which i am not now
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> that's an, a story for another episode i think cuz it's so good <laughs> yeah, i know as a single woman for so long i am like the single person
1: right um people would talk around me and they would say, oh, dating sucks and guys are so stupid. And I would say, no dating is fun and guys are amazing and there is amazing <laughs> men everywhere because how does saying dating suck and men are stupid serve me if I'm trying to be with somebody that makes no sense so well, it, it doesn't make logical sense and also you create that paradigm exactly so my point is because that's more like practical like don't if you want to be with the man of your dreams don't say men suck <laughs> like say the thing that serves can't you can't show up exactly if so if you want to be successful in whatever you're doing as a black person do not perpetuate the narrative that your skin color is going to hold you back just say the other thing and it will become easily as true just because you believe it it's just that simple yeah
0: and you repeat it and like one thing I wanted to throw in there is like when we're talking about you know your internal reality creates your external reality that's not to say that it's your fault that that is your internal reality because I think in the manifestation world there's a lot of talk of taking responsibility and I think that it's very valid but that doesn't mean that the beliefs that you have most of which have been you know programmed into you from somebody else that's not to say that those are your fault and that's not to say that every you know bad thing that has come your way that has quote-unquote manifested into your reality was something that you asked for or yeah. called forth and so i just wanted to because like, I have seen people talking about this on the internet where it's like you know you have no one to blame but yourself kind of thing and then in the comments there begins a discussion about white privilege and things like that and I, and so I think that it's really important you take full responsibility for your life but that doesn't mean that you're going oh my gosh how did I attract this yeah. or how is it that I drew these people into my life that wanted to take um take advantage because I'm a black woman. Yeah. Right? That you didn't purposefully create those things. They were a byproduct of a system or a set of beliefs that were was passed down to you exactly right through you know your generations but through our society through uh, so i just think that's something really important to say this is not when we say your internal reality creates your external reality that doesn't mean that everything external that happens to you is something or even any of it is something that you have to blame yourself for yeah if it's something unwanted yeah absolutely not no
1: there's so much more especially as a black person there's so much more that generationally and those types of things that. You have just nothing to do with. It's like you inherited it. So yeah, it's not our fault at
0: all. And I also think too, like, I mean, I believe we come, this is a little more of like the woo-woo side, but I believe that we come into certain lives at certain times to play out a specific role, right? Mm -hmm. A specific mission. So I think that a lot of the things that we manifest that are unwanted are there to Teach us something that is going to have us better fulfill on that mission or better serve the lives that we're here to serve. Yeah right Absolutely. like we wouldn't be sitting there here having this conversation where you're empowering so many people if you hadn't had a lot of the experiences that you've had oh yeah and i've had a lot right of them. oh my gosh <laughs> so um that's just like another way of looking at it because i think people can be so and i definitely this was the thing for me for a while where i'd have something unwanted happen to be like how the heck did i mm-hmm. create that mm-hmm. i don't. and then i'd be so hard on myself so you know compassion Yeah, you are undoing if you're on this journey, especially as a black person, you are undoing centuries and centuries and centuries worth of bullshit. (laughs) Go easy on yourself. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And just believe that you can do it, too. Like, don't like it's it shouldn't come from a place of like, I have to do this and I have to work at doing it. And every day like it should be more of like maybe just let it flow a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, do do the yeah. allow it to happen to you and do the work that gives you that belief in yourself and just sit like sit with yourself and from the inside out understand that you are worthy, like first and foremost. You're worthy of whatever it is that you want and then go after it. Like just that belief in yourself is going to make it just a little bit easier to take that step, you know, and that next step and that next step.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Thank you so much. This I loved this. I was really excited for this conversation because I knew it would just be I don't know, just exactly what people needed to hear on this discussion and that you just bring such like a depth and understanding into this and you're able to really talk about the injustices that have gone on for centuries but also empower people on the other side of that yeah and we can't negate on any of that by
1: any means and we can't also allow it to continue to dictate our lives and our children's lives like it has to stop somewhere you Mm -hmm. know
0: um, you are working on a podcast of your I own. Am. am I allowed to share about, well, maybe you can share I mean, about I
1: mean, I guess so. <laughs> so I'm creating my own, well, I have created my very own podcast. Um,
0: it's in early production stages. Yes,
1: it's in early production stages. It's coming along nicely and it's just going to be all of me, a lot of me um, sharing all kinds of things and um, interviewing some really great women Um, it's called Bossy Black Girl. Which I love. (laughs) Yes.
0: When you shared that um, name with me, you kind of explained like taking that word back. Yeah, so first of all, it it plays
1: into the stereotype of like the angry black woman, right? Bossy, Um, yeah. Yeah, and so and also being bossy like i mean i am me like if you've been listening to me you kind of can get a sense of the personality that i have and i am like a total boss like how else would i be like you know what i mean um and it doesn't mean if someone says you're so bossy i should be like oh thanks Thanks. like you know what i mean (laughs) so i'm taking that back i'm reclaiming it and i'm repurposing that word and saying yes thank you very much i am bossy i'm a black girl and here i am yeah so it's, it's like basically my opinion about everything from business um just life romance manifestation just everything like um, equality of the races and everything and I'm going to be interviewing other bossy black girls doing all kinds of things they may be entrepreneurs they may not be like whatever Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just a chance a platform for us to just be heard and to get out there and to to I guess to make it easier for people listening to us to be themselves and to be unapologetic about being themselves.
0: Powerful black women. Yep. The world needs and there is a of lot those. of them. Yeah. Yeah. A whole bunch mm-hmm.
1: and f- and I've been taught and trained to just tone down myself mm-hmm. and I'm not doing that anymore and yeah. I want to I don't know if I've ever done it, actually. But, <laughs> and I want to make it okay for those women, those girls who are much younger than me from that age to not even consider toning themselves down. Just be who you are.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I will share your Instagram and your website as well in the show notes just because that's there's not a link for the podcast mm-hmm. yet, but that way you'll be able to... Um, know about things as they unfold for the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I just highly recommend following Kay on. And she's a plant lover as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. I I take personal pride in a lot of people who I know who got more into plants after I obsessively bought. As do I. Yeah. (laughs) It's a ripple effect. Yep. (laughs) That's our other cause is more plants for more more people. More plants (laughs) for more people. It's so
1: true. Like everyone sends me their pictures and what they bought and I'm like, yes yes honestly
0: i could do a whole episode on how i feel the plants are like helping in the awakening oh yeah (laughs) not even kidding plants
1: are so serious like i feel like my
0: plants (laughs) talk to me like they're not i don't hear their voice i
1: just know what they're saying you just it's an
0: energy yeah Mm -hmm. yeah all right well thank you so much Kayon. i really appreciate you hopping on for this episode with me because it's just so much more than what it would have been in me just sitting here talking (laughs) about my white privilege but uh yeah well i want to have you on So much fun i want to have you on again yeah, let's do it. Okay, awesome. Well, you, maybe you can tell your awesome manifestation love yes, story. I'd love to. <laughs> it's, it's a favorite of mine, and I've <laughs> met him, and he's wonderful. <laughs> uh, all right, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye, guys.